have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this man back. He's a country music superstar. It's John Rich. John, how are you? Good to see you again. Doing good, man. Good to be with you. Really a pleasure to have you. I want to just jump right in. John, I'm not a beer drinker. I just don't like the taste of it, but that's just me. There are tons of people who love beer. Uh, they pick their favorite beer. It's been their favorite beer since whenever they can remember. And all of a sudden, that beer does something really stupid. I mean, I'm talking about the beer that had Spuds McKenzie and what's up, those guys, and and girls on the beach and guys barbecuing in the backyard. All of a sudden decided, let's get this guy who's making fun of women to be the face of our beer. When you heard what Bud Light did, what did you think immediately? Um, I thought, what were they thinking? Because yeah. I can tell you that all major brands like that have really high-paid, uh, educated people that sit around big tables, and they determine the best way they can market their product to sell more of it, whether that's beer or a pickup truck or country music or whatever it might be. And it, right. it seems like uh, lately... Uh, people are stepping way out there on the edge and, you know, making statements that are, I mean, it didn't work, you know. I, yeah. I, I like it to this. You know what else I wouldn't put on a bottle of a uh, can of Bud Light? An AR-15. Right. Exactly I wouldn't right. put that on there either. I wouldn't put anything on my brand that would alienate half the country or more uh, with what it is. And so, to me, it made absolutely no sense. I, I've heard that uh, from some insiders that I know that Budweiser uh, sits in its own kind of silo, like it's got its own marketing, its own accounting, its own money, and that Bud Light sits in its own silo, but the same situation, and Budweiser was not aware that Bud Light was even doing this. Oh, wow. Man. So it's a mess on a lot of levels for them. It really is. And again, Bud Light is one of those beers that, that just sort of you think Americana. Bud Weiser, you think the Clydesdales and, and All-American, and we're seeing the whole grain wave and all of that. And they've since tried to put out some ad to dispel what's going on with this Dylan Mulvaney guy. But the damage has already been done. And it didn't. What, you know what also didn't make any sense? It would be like having me sponsor your beer. I'm not a beer drinker. So it wouldn't make any sense because I don't know if it tastes good or not. I'm just not a beer guy. You've got Dylan Mulvaney acting like he's a woman, cracking open a beer, saying, I don't drink beer, I don't like beer, but let me try some of this because my face is on it. Who are they, who are they going to sell beer to by doing that? Do you know? Uh, nobody. They're going <laughs> to sell it to nobody, and I can, I can prove it to you because at least at the bar I own, uh, Redneck Riviera downtown in Nashville, which that that Broadway strip, there's more beer sold per square foot down there than than any other place in the United States. Wow. So Bud Light was our number one selling beer since I opened that bar back in 2018. It wasn't even close. I mean, way out front, number one. So I told our general manager, I said, keep an eye on Bud Light sales with this going on. I'm curious if people just look over it and continue to buy it or if they're really going to make a statement here. Well, man, after about the fifth day, he called me and he said, nobody's ordering Bud Light. He goes, I've got 120 cases of it sitting in our cooler. I've got eight or nine kegs untapped. What do you want me to do? Wow. I said, man, if nobody's ordering it, you got to get rid of it. I mean, we got to get something else in there. So it's the first time in, in my life, man, that I've ever seen a beer truck you know, pull up to a bar and take beer out of the bar instead of putting beer into the bar. It's pretty crazy. It's the amazing John Rich, singer, songwriter, uh, country music superstar. Go to rednickriviera.com, and there'll be some alternatives on there as well. We'll talk about that in a minute. Rednickriviera.com or also johnrich.com. So, John, I, I saw the attempt to boycott or stop buying when Nike went woke. 
I love Nike. I haven't worn Nike since 2016 because of Colin Kaepernick, because of all the woke crap, because of the anti-police crap. But they didn't really suffer monetarily. They're, they're, they're doing just fine because kids still love Nike and they're forcing it you know, on kids and, and the brand is the brand and it's on every sports outlet you can find. They really, they jumped the shark with beer, didn't they? Because it's a more specific person who wants to go and buy beer. You can't indoctrinate the kids that Bud Light is great because there's a transgender person on a can. Uh, with Nike, they were able to somehow weather the storm and still do fine. The, the, the worth of this company has lost 4 to $6 billion just since this happened. Why is beer so different than uh, sports apparel or sneakers? You know, I don't know that it's totally different, but I will tell you this. A beer, a, an ice-cold beer at the end of a hard day or on the weekend, that's the last place you want to have to be looking at something political or divisive or controversial. It's beer. You know what I mean? I mean, it's kind of a cool thing that you could be a guy in a cowboy hat drinking a, a Bud Light, and right down the bar there's somebody else that doesn't look anything like me. They're also having a Bud Light, and you see them and go, hey, man, you know, a good game, right? Good point. Like there was a little bit of commonality left there Yeah. Uh, when it comes to a beer or, or a cocktail or something. And then Bud Light has to go out there and, and make it into this parade where everybody has to now look at it and deal with it. And I think people have just had enough of it. I mean, there's is there no refuge anymore in our lives in America away from woke political things? It seems like there's hardly anything left now. It's John Rich, singer-songwriter. Go to uh, redneckriviera.com. Uh, John, Budweiser tried to, as I just mentioned a little while ago, come out with a, a minute-long ad that's uh, Americana and the Clydesdales and Budweiser and we love America and here's the flag waving. But they haven't apologized. Do you think this one-minute ad is going to do anything? Or do they really just have to fall on the sword and say, listen, man, we really screwed up here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think you can put the horse back in the barn, as it were, put that Clydesdale right. back in the barn. I mean, he stomped big, muddy muddy footprints all over the place. People aren't going to forget this. I, I was talking to a buddy the other day. I said, do you think this scenario will ever happen again? A bunch of people hanging out at Talladega or Daytona. And the waitress comes up and says, hey, guys, what can I get you? And the guy goes, bring us a big round of Bud Light. You think that's ever going to happen again? No. It's not. No, I don't. It's not. Matter of fact, Bud Light is now becoming, that phrase is is now becoming a way to almost shame people. Like, uh, oh, yeah, I bet that guy drinks Bud Light. Wow. I've heard people say that, it's, you know. It's an oh, insult now. Oh, you look now. like somebody that could use a Bud Light about right now. I mean, it's becoming a joke. <laughs> John, how did we go from Michael Jordan saying even Republicans buy sneakers to I've got a brand, but I only want some people to buy it? I mean, that's just not good business, is it? No, and, and it starts with who you hire. So if you look at the lady that made this move, why did they ever hire her to be over the messaging of Bud Light? You know, you heard her interview where she said, yeah, you know, the, these people, these people that drink Bud Light, you know, th- like their humor is, is kind of lowbrow yeah. and their frat party style. Like she doesn't even think well of the crowd that she's marketing to. Right. And she doesn't really look like your average Bud Light drinker on top of that. But they hired her. So now they're reaping the whirlwind, man. I mean, it is brutal. I, the last number I saw was there was six point seven billion as of this morning. And I don't think it slows down. I was in a gas station filling up my truck earlier, and I just walked in to see how much Bud Light was in there. All the Bud Light was still in the gas station, and Miller Light and Coors Light was like down to like a third. I mean, people are just not buying it. You think people will separate Anheuser-Busch and Budweiser from Bud Light, or they say, nope, 
you guys are all one and the same. We're not going to give you that break. Nah, I think I think it's Bud Light specific at this point. I think Anheuser Busch owns I don't even know how many beer brands. I mean, they own Corona, they own you know a lot of beer brands. Bud Light specifically, I think uh, that's that's where this bomb went off. Again, I market brands. You know, I've got a brand, and it's very important how you talk about your brand. Your brand is is reflective of the brand owner, and I'm the brand owner of Redneck Riviera. So my marketing is real simple. It's called God, Family, and Country, and Hard Work. If you support those things, my brand will not disappoint you. And I think millions of Americans are finding it impossible to stay loyal to brands that they've loved for a really long time. I mean, Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light. That's like Ford, Chevy, and Dodge. Yeah. You know, a guy goes, I'm a Bud Light man. Well, I'm a Coors Light man. I'm a Ford guy. I'm a Chevy guy. <laughs> like, that's a big deal. Like, it's part of their identity. And so when you step on that and they, they can no longer identify with the brand, they go out by the millions looking for some other brand that they can support. And that's what we're seeing right now. It is uh, John Rich, country music superstar. Go to RedneckRiviera.com, RedneckRiviera.com. One last question about the, about this lady that, that made this decision. This this woman specifically, the reason I think she was hired, not that you asked me, but, but it's because on her Twitter account she can say, I'm the first female to head this brand. Is that really what's important now? I'm the first fill-in-the-blank. That's why I have the job. It's not because I can do it right. Well, I mean, it, it flies in the face of what, made America as strong as it is, which is meritocracy. You get your job based on your merit. You get your, get your job based on your talent and on your on your work ethic. And what do you bring to the table, regardless of what gender you are, what color you are, or what right. background you have? You hire the best people to do the job if you're a smart business. And maybe uh, maybe AB fell in that trap of, you know, making uh, hires based on things other than are you the best person for the job? Because I can tell you right now, the move she made, have you, can you think of another move that any person like her, she's a VP of marketing or something, has made that cost a company almost $7 billion in one week? No. Is there even a parallel to this? Nope. Not, not even close. And it's such a great point. It's John Rich. Go to Redneck Riviera. John, when they go to Redneck Riviera, you're saying that there are alternatives there. You're, you're going to show people what they can buy instead of Bud Light? Well, just show people what else is out there. Right. I think people are caught up and they've always bought the same thing and now they're finding out, man, you know, I'm disappointed in the brand I've always loved. I wonder what else is out there. You know, there's all kinds of brands. Mine is a whiskey brand. I've got 11,000 stores on that on that website, redneckrevere.com. We support Folds of Honor. My glass is made in the USA. My corks are made in the USA. My point is there are brand owners and brands out there that speak your language. You just got to go out and find them. And if you don't like what your old favorite brand has been doing, step away and find another brand. It's as simple as that. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice. It's John Rich. John, were you at the CMT Awards? <laughs> no, I missed that, unfortunately. <laughs> I, was, I, I was not there to see that. Well, that's how, do you, how do you end the show with something so disconnected from your brand, from your style of music, from the people who love your music? How do you end the show like that and think that's going to fly? So I've been telling fans for several years now that uh, the country music industry, not all the artists, some of the artists, but mostly all of the industry, are as woke as any Hollywood movie company has ever been. And people go, no, that can't be. That's impossible. It's country music. I say, oh, no, trust me. That's what it is. And so now you're seeing country music uh, become bold enough to actually show you who they are on live television. The same thing happened with Bud Light, the same thing's happening with a lot of brands. 
it's almost like a disclosure, like they're telling on themselves on live TV. So I actually kind of like that, that they did that for the CMT Awards. I want the fans to really see what's going on behind the scenes. And, and artists that engage in that, again, it's their right to do that. This yeah. is America. My problem has always been that artists come out and they act like and pretend that they are one of the audience, that they that's how they live and that's what they believe. But in reality, behind the scenes, they're doing something totally opposite. Now you're getting to see that live and on camera. Isn't that the draw of country music? You guys tell stories better than anybody. But also, it feels like I could be sitting around a campfire with you as you're playing the guitar as I enjoy your music. It, it is because I feel as though you're relating to us one-on-one. Isn't that the draw? Yeah, it is the draw. And so maybe they think because the culture is has gotten so woke or whatever that, hey, a woke award show with country music is exactly what the doctor ordered. It's going to kick our viewership up. But again, I think that's what Bud Light thought. And you're seeing what's happening. Uh, it's their right to do it, but it's also the consumer's right to not participate. Yeah. And when your voices get canceled, when you know nobody's listening to you, when you know you've been censored, you know you've been... Uh, marginalized nobody you know you're the dumb you're the dumb lowbrow people out here at the frat parties and with the low grade humor and you know the way they talk down to the walmart people you know the way they talk about us um okay well you can talk about us like that all you want and we can also cost you seven billion dollars in seven days yeah, it's amazing though what the people can do when they put their their thoughts together and their and their wallets together and purses together. But one last thing on the CMT awards, um, you're friends with these other artists in the in the business. Did they know it was going to happen? And should they? Let's assume they didn't. And maybe they did know. But if they didn't know, should they have gotten up and left? I mean, some big reaction by them might have meant something. Do you know what a big reaction by an artist getting up and walking out of that performance at the CMT awards? would result in for that artist no bye 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 really? no more record deal oh no they would be immediately immediately punished by the industry if you got up and walked out of that absolutely not i mean you got to remember these artists are in a terrible position singing country music that's their american dream that's their wildest dream come true they're finally doing it you know they moved to nashville they did what it took to get there they practiced their whole life they sacrificed they got there and now they're in a machine that has gone woke, and what are they supposed to do? Are they supposed to push back against it, make a big scene, and then lose their dream by doing that? I mean, that's where they're sitting. Fortunately for a guy like me, you know, I had my big run before all this stuff got so completely out of hand, and I can, you know, I kind of rise right over the top of them, and because of shows like yours, I can still speak to my crowd and put out songs and have success and play concerts, but man, a lot of these artists just don't have that option. Make sure you check out his song called Progress. It's an amazing song, and it does show that you are willing to do this. It's a great point. Okay, I get it. They don't want to lose their livelihoods and what they worked their whole lives for. John, behind the scenes, are they saying anything? Can they put any pressure behind the scenes with without making this big show of it in front of us to, to say, hey, we don't need drag queens singing in the Country Music Awards? Who are they going to pressure? I, I mean, the whole, industry, the whole industry, the record labels, the publishing companies, the publicists, uh, the, the award shows, you know, the ACM, CMA, CMA, CMT, on and on and on. These places are run primarily by woke liberals. That's wow. who it is. And so there's nobody to put pressure on. They're just kind of caught in a machine and they got to play the game if they want to continue being heard. It's a sad state because music, comedy, things like that are supposed to be the final lines in the sand in America where creative freedom is still untouched. But that is not the case. 
music is so powerful. I mean, Bob Dylan, who I'm not a fan of him personally, but his music went a long way to stop the Vietnam War. Yes. I mean, it really did. The songs that he was doing and John Fogarty and some of those other guys, they helped stop a war with their music. And so when you stop artists from speaking and from speaking what's on their hearts, then the public's not not getting to hear something that can really motivate them and that they identify with. That is a very unhealthy climate for art in America right now. It and is. I hope it turns around one of these days. John Rich, uh, country music superstar. Go to johnrich.com is his direct website. Redneckriviera.com is the is the website for his bar and, and for, his, for his brands and his products. Go there, find out about some other beers, uh, educate yourself on what you can go out there and, and drink and not support this very woke Bud Light move. John, thanks a million for coming on. I know how busy you are today. We moved it around a lot. Thank you for making time, my friend. Anytime, man. Thanks for having me on. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you. You know, John Rich comes on and doesn't care. I love that he's not sort of reliant on the music industry. He's already made his mark. He's already done his deal, and he'll continue to make music like progress. Look it up if you haven't seen it yet. A great video that tells the wokesters exactly where they can put their progress, where the sun don't shine, if you didn't know. We've got a Redneck Riviera. Redneck Riviera is his website. It's also his bar in Nashville, and he's got a lot of suggestions on what you can drink instead of Bud Light. And he doesn't think they can come back. I think he's probably right. But I found it to be the most interesting to find out that even if they're against the drag show at the end of the CMT Awards, even if they're against it, they really can't go against it because their careers they worked their entire lives for are holding the balance. Isn't that crazy? I think that's absolutely nuts that you can't stand up for what it is that you believe because some woke person at the top of the music industry that country music fans didn't know was on top of there is so woke and so disconnected from reality, and so you know, full of ESG and DEI, that they'll make a dumb decision. I really love that he went there. Again, if you missed any part of that interview, go check it out tonight at JoePags.com and click on Watch. Back after this. Joe Pags. <laughs> 